Welcome back to Nerd with the Phone Podcast, where it is always time to get nerdified. On tonight's episode, we got some entertainment news headlines for you, including Master P wants his food brand to replace Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's in your home, and The Rock and his family have been testing positive for COVID-19. This and other stories are on the way next. Won't you please stay tuned? Thanks for tuning in to NWAPP, Nerd of the Phone Podcast, and getting nerdified with us today. Okay, our first headline. The rapper, the rapper Master P, has created a line of Uncle P food products that will donate a portion of proceeds to programs benefiting black communities in need. All right, Master P's new food line will include everything from rice to pancakes. And this story comes to us from today.com, today.com. And I have tweeted this out on the Twitterverse. So follow Nerd with the Phone 1 on Twitter if you want to read the article yourself. But uh, this article is by Chrissy Callahan. Master P is using his passion for food and not music to give back to black communities. The New Orleans rapper and jack-of-all-trades has created a line of Uncle P food products that will donate a portion of profits to programs benefiting inner-city children and elderly people in the black communities across the country. The new line includes everything from rice, beans, and grits to pancake mix, syrup, and oatmeal. You know? And Masterpiece said he he's grateful that he's in a position to add some diversity in packaged foods, the 50-year-old has told CNN. It's not just about having the Uncle P products, but it's also about having a good cause behind it. I'm happy that I can make a difference in my communities. Hey, I mean, it is a worthy cause, as far as I'm concerned. Um, That seems a very legitimate kind of thing to do. And, you know, Nerd With The Phone podcast, myself, uh, we very much approve of this. Um, (laughs) I'll be honest, I thought it was going to get to make fun of this until I started reading the articles about what was going on, and then it's like, oh, okay, all right, Uncle P's, um, Uncle P's, a pancake mix, yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm sure, I, I'm absolutely sure, because I remember when Paul Newman came out with those salad dressings, right, everybody was making fun of him, and now um, that he's passed on and everything, more people are aware of Paul Newman uh, as the salad dressing guy than they are of his racing or acting career. So, um, you know, hey, Master P, maybe he's got himself a different legacy than anyone could have envisioned. But again, follow Nerd with a Phone 1 on Twitter to read these stories for yourself. All right, this is going to get us to our first commercial break. More Nerd with a Phone is coming right after this.
All right, and welcome back to the show. Okay, we have lots to discuss today, but I wanted to take care of a little bit of business here in about the middle portion of the show. All right, I wanted to give some shout outs to uh, platforms that have been showing this podcast love. Um, some are new, some have been with me from pretty much the beginning. All right, and uh, the first one. That I want to say a big shout out and thanks to is actually going to be Spotify. Um, yeah, it was my first uh, upload. Um, it was like the very first one that popped up. I got on the Spotify instantly. This was before Anchor was bought out by uh, Spotify. And, uh, you know, it, it went Spotify. Apple Podcast and Stitcher. Those were my first three platforms. All right. So, everybody that's been listening on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple, thank you. Uh, back to August of 2018 when this podcast started. And you guys have been the core. All right. And without you, I would not still be here. So, much love, much appreciation, and now back to the headlines. All right, and our next headline is going to be that of Dwayne Johnson and his family uh, being testing positive for COVID-19. And um, as I have failed in my effort to find a way to share this to Twitter, I am just going to play a little bit of the audio from Dwayne's uh, Johnson's Instagram post. Uh, the original video is 11 minutes. Here, it's from entertainmenttonight.com. They got about a minute and a half. And I'll just let The Rock himself explain to you what has happened. as well as my two baby girls and myself, we have all tested positive for COVID-19. And I can tell you that this has been one of the most challenging and difficult things we have ever had to endure as a family. And, um, and for me personally too, as well. And, and, and I've gone through some doozies in the past. I've gotten knocked about and got my ass kicked a little bit in the past with some challenges, but, but testing positive for COVID-19 um, is much different than overcoming nasty injuries or, 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 or being evicted or even being broke, which I have been uh, more than a few times. Um, and the reason why I feel like this is different is, is because my number one priority is to always protect my family and protect my children, my loved ones. By the way, I know I speak for all of you guys. It is our number one priority. All of you guys around the world, you always want to protect your family and your babies. Um, so, and I wish it was only me who tested positive, um, but it wasn't, it was my entire family. So this one was a real kick in the gut, but I am happy to tell you guys that we as a family are good. We are on the other end of it. We're on the other side and we are no longer contagious and we are, thank God, we are healthy and we've gotten through COVID-19 stronger and healthier. All right, so you heard it from the Brahma Bull himself. They have come through the other side. They are healthy. 
All right. So, you know, we can we can kill the fake news cycle before it starts. All right. Another headline coming up in just a minute. All right. And again, thanks uh, to entertainmenttonight.com for providing the coverage about The Rock. All right. Um, (laughs) I'm going to switch some gears now and talk about um, one of my favorite things that has came to Netflix recently, and that would be Cobra Kai, set in the Karate Kid universe. And uh, I've only finished watching season one at this point, but I have to say I am pleasantly surprised. Um, very intense, fun, and any fan of Karate Kid needs to check out the series if they haven't. Um, there is more than meets the eye with this one. While the execution of the show is not 100% perfect, it feels very much like the Karate Kid's from the 80s that everybody knows and loves. So, check it out. Tell them they're the phone sent you. Everything coming up is going to be awesome. And season 3 is apparently dropping really, really soon. So, catch up on the first two seasons on Netflix while you can. And then check out the new when it comes out. And finally tonight... We are going to talk some video games and again continuing with 2K. And um, this article, which I will share to Twitter, is from BleacherReport.com. It's from 2018. All right. I've had this bookmarked for a very, very long time from the very beginning of the show but we're finally going to do it now. All right. Anyhow, it's called Inside NBA 2K's Journey to the Top of Sports Gaming by Patrick Harbury or Patrick Ruby. I'm I'm not sure if the uh, H is silent. Anyway, from September 18, back in 2018, it still feels like a kick in the nuts. Years later, NBA 2K software engineer Sean Lee should be over it. His company won and is now a gaming juggernaut. Last year, NBA 2K18 sold more than 10 million copies and was the number two selling game in the United States, ahead of Zelda, Mario, Star Wars, and Grand Theft Auto. NBA 2K has its own professional esports league, which is backed by the NBA. Some of the league's biggest stars, including people like Carl Anthony Towns, Damian Lillard, and LeBron James, are ardent fans of the game. So are high-profile entertainers like Atlanta Rappers, Lil Yahtzee, and 21 Savage, 
Spike Lee has directed an installment of the 2K cinematic single-player story mode. Jay-Z once curated its soundtrack, which has run the sonic gamut from Drake to U2 to Russian futurists. Yep. Yet, even now, Lee remains salty about what happened back in 2004. We're sitting inside a video game motion capture studio in Northern California. Colorful promotion posters and other signs of NBA 2K's blockbuster success cover the walls. On a nearby court, a 2K producer is coaching an actor on how to mimic John Stockton's three-row routine. Five dribbles, he says, and tuck your shooting hand behind your ear before releasing. Lee's voice projects over the sound of the bouncing ball. He can't stop thinking about the time when all of this was in jeopardy. When the ascension of NBA 2K franchise nearly didn't happen. When he almost went back to the aerospace industry where he had worked as an engineer. I wanted to go back to making airplanes, he said. Looking back, it all seemed improbable. Once upon a time, NBA 2K was just an underdog game made by an underdog company. How did it get here? Before it could thrive, it had to survive. And its success was born of failure. That's the story you haven't heard. A story that starts with the biggest fumble in the history of sports games. 2K Sports is the brainchild of Visual Concepts which was founded back in 1988 by Scott Patterson, a programmer, and Greg and Jeff Thomas, brothers who grew up in the suburban Chicago during the golden age of arcades. In its early years, the company worked out of a small office located above the bank of Novato, California, and cut its teeth on edutainment games for home computers. One was called Super Spellcopter, in which gamers flew a helicopter shooting words and learning how to spell. Thomas says that work opened the door for visual concepts to program Super Nintendo conversions of EA Arts uh, popular Sega Genesis sports titles. In 1995, EA Sports tasked visual concepts with a more critical project, create the first Madden for Sony's forthcoming PlayStation EA wanted a showcase title for the Japanese electronic giant's initial foray in the console business, and Visual Concepts had big plans that could get them there. The company was using early motion capture technology to translate real-world movements from NFL players into digital form, a quantum leap over the sprite-based visuals of the previous Madden titles. Off the field, the title would borrow from CBS and Fox with hours of audio and video commentary from the likes of John Madden and broadcast partner Pat Summerall. It was wildly ambitious, maybe too ambitious given the production time. Madden was due before Thanksgiving, but that summer, producer Rob Jones noticed a problem. Unlike Sega and Nintendo's older cartridge-based consoles, The PlayStation stored large amounts of data in the CD-ROM discs. That data could make a sports game look and sound more like the real thing, but it also had to be loaded into the console's memory before features worked and levels became playable. 
If that process took too long, it could ruin the whole experience. While testing Madden, Jones would toss a tennis ball against the wall, counting the bounces as he waited to go from calling a play to seeing his pixelated players break the huddle. That's how we measure load times, he said. We'd be like, oh, it's better today. Only seven bounces. Because Sony's new machine had yet to hit stores, Visual Concepts was working on a development equipment that approximated PlayStation's expected performance. However, that equipment had three times the memory of the actual console. There was no way to bridge the difference without giving Jones plenty of time to bounce that ball. EA pulled the plug, marking the first and last time a Madden title had failed to ship. The two companies parted ways. It wasn't for a lack of effort. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so we're going to share this over to Twitter where you can finish it. Um, yeah. Man. Such a fun thing. Alright. Once again, thank you very much for getting notified today. I've been your host, Charles. You've been you. We will see you next week at 11.59 p.m. Central Standard Time for another episode of Nerve of the Phone Podcast. Please, until then, stay safe and, uh, you know, look forward because Spectacular October will be coming next. Thank you.